So is it, does it, this isn't like necessarily a food show, okay. you know, it's very different than the last time I've interviewed you, which is like about food and stuff, right? That's Only happening, food. right? Yeah. Uh, this is more of me interviewing, right? So this show is about Welcome to My Life. That's what the show is called. And it's about things and people that are in my life, right? So you're in my life, obviously, right? You're a, friend, a good friend of mine, and we can discuss food stuff and, and stuff, right? So, I'm drunk with you. Okay. Uh, we're, so, is it Yuda or Judd? What do you like to be called? That's first off. Okay. Uh, I mean, Yehuda is my actual name. Uh, right. Everybody called me that up until high school. Then it went to Joffrey, which is my last name. Right. And then Judd for a little bit. And then Judd resurfaced when I started the business. And now everybody pretty much only calls me Judd. <laughs> so, so, we'll go with Judd? Judd. Okay. So, we're going to go with Judd, right? So, I'm going to take it back to the first time I met you. Okay. Okay. Which was at a barbecue competition Connecticut. in Connecticut, mm -hmm. right? That was, I think, the Warren Rockmacher. Yeah, you put that all together. That was yeah. in the last year of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I drove out with uh, Josh Phillips that night to, you know, see what was going on and whatnot. You know, uh, you were right next to, I think, to Bosch and yeah. Mazerson, yeah. the booth right over. And we were just, we were talking about brisket, right? Yeah. What kind of smoker did you have back then? Uh, then I had a Rectech. I was the first of our group to get the Rectech. I know that's popular now, but uh, right. we got it with the big horns on it, and it was really <laughs> cool. Um, and it, you know, fit about one and a half full packer briskets, and just was, you know, trying out my uh, game while I was still in real estate, doing that with on the side. So you were you went, you came from real estate yeah. to brisket. Yeah, I was a, a real a real estate broker for Douglas Elliman, which is a sure. big brokerage in the city, and uh, I was with them and before that I was in a uh, an asset manager for a development company in uh, a real estate development company in New Jersey that's all the last like 10 years before I started this and uh, I was doing this always on the side always from you know being from Memphis you're cooking and smoking and grilling and all that kind of stuff even when it's like snowy we're outside cooking you know how that, you know how that is uh, I know exactly yeah, it's uh, like in the blizzard you're <laughs> like yeah weather, no weather prohibiting okay. and uh, just was doing it and slowly a lot of my peers and friends they uh, you know come by while I was you know making stuff and be like oh this is really good you should try to maybe sell a little bit of this or get into the business and I'm like no please don't <laughs> and uh, did a little Shabbos trays here Shabbos tray there brisket for a Shabbos and before you know it I bumped into uh, my investor who, was, who really truly believes in me and we've been going at it for about about five years just five years now almost yeah wow which is the crazier business yep. restaurant or real estate real estate is uh, a harder grind of you know there's a million people it's, it's a totally saturated business you really have to figure out a way to you know stand out above the crowd because okay, restaurant business and not at all like that <laughs> not at all like restaurants <laughs> no, restaurants you have to find a way to stand out but sometimes even that's not enough but when you really hit your stride uh, and this is why I left real estate to do re uh, restauranting was uh, once you if, if you really love this you know if you really have a passion for anything you it doesn't it's not work and there's a lot of parts of it that you know the catering is you know schlepping and this and that whatever but at the end of the day I really I, I, I love that people uh, have a good reaction to our food and that you know people love us and we like being part of people's simchas and it's just it's really awesome it's awesome like I was, I was talking to a DJ and this is like the same thing also about you where like you have this koach to make people smile 
No, I mean like not many people you had can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you have this co-op to like and music. You know, we're like you're elevating people and people yeah. like you can see the reaction. Yeah. And food the same as well. Yeah. You know, like people eat food and like that's you know and basically this red carbonos. You know yeah. and all this stuff and we eat right in some kind of bus or vian right. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're making I people agree. smile. You go to simply do catering, yeah. And people that like you see it, and you're they're enjoying the food, yeah. And it comes to the restaurant here, like people here. I love it. I and love it's it. like, and, and and really happens to me. You're saying music. I I don't do it nearly as much anymore oh, because right. I uh, I work. I have a restaurant. But um, last week, and this shop is actually I'm going away. Um, I still for like 20 years I was. Uh, I'm, I'm a trained cousin, and I was uh, I sing at people simples. Uh, uh, again, not nearly as much anymore. I need my break, I need my rest. But uh, we get hired at, for Shabbos Shabbos and Bar Mitzvahs, and Bas Mitzvahs all over the country, but for sure all over the Tri-State area. And that's the same kind of thing that I get from cooking. Is like people they love us. We're a part of their family. We were at their family simple, or we're catering their backyard thing. Or it's it all kind of overlaps. And I love so it. so when you, you like you you know the the, the always like we do bar bar you know close for your bar. Bar, bar, which is, uh, you know, what needs. Yeah. It's for singing and for food. Yes. <laughs> well, see, we're, we're definitely, we're available for that. I mean, I had a lot of people that worked for us in the past that were either for the catering company that was either, you know, in Miami Boys Choir back in the day. I had uh, a few other people and we we're like, hey, we can totally sing in, like... You were in Miami Boys Choir? Yeah. No, I had two employees that were both in the Miami Boys Choir back in the day. You are them because they can sing? No. <laughs> like, part of, like, you know, how, can, how are you on the griddle? No, 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 let's hear you sing. When people are waiting for food and you have somebody that has a good voice like kind of giving it to them on the side and it's like it kind of lets them uh, forget about what they're waiting is, you know <laughs> it's like the waiting food you like guys sing like <laughs> right <laughs> exactly so when you, when you sing are you like baritone well are you the falsetto I'm a full range uh, even I'm surprised that I can sing as high as I can nowadays still as old, old as I am but uh, I, I keep it you know I sing in the car like crazy like all of us do and right. I, uh, I just try to keep it uh, fresh, and it, I'm, I'm hitting all the notes that I need to. That's pretty cool. So you're singing for a long time. Yeah, it really, honestly, I mean, professionally about 20 years, but I've been singing since I was a little kid in the choir in Memphis for Russian Air Kipper and stuff like that. So you're, you're from Memphis. Yep. How do you know, um, I, was in, I was in Dallas for Shabbos, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Rabbi Shaul, Shaul, comes over and goes, oh, do you know, and, and he, he didn't say Yuda. What's your middle name? Yuda Moshe. Yuda Moshe, yes. <laughs> he goes, oh, do you know Yuda Moshe? I'm like, who? <laughs> Yuda Moshe, Chopper. I'm like, oh, Yuda <laughs> Uh, uh, cousin David is, uh, he is uh, my family. He is my family. Uh, so that's he's Dallas. my second cousin, and uh, Bud, his son, right. lives in the neighborhood. He's, uh, you know, there's all family to me, actually, and uh, from my mother's side. Bud's good dude. And I've known them all my life. Uh, uh, David uh, did my bris, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's a big mall all across the country. Yeah, I, I, I follow my. Memphis. I grew up there. Uh, my parents still live there. Um, I got, I'm going there for the 
the original barbecue contest across the country. They're the, the very first kosher barbecue contest in the in the world, uh, uh, but for sure in America was in Memphis, Tennessee. It's his 31st year this year, uh, and uh, we're going there not to compete. I'm going to be a judge alongside my boy uh, CW uh, from Tripping Kosher. Yeah. And we're also doing a, a demo, a meat demo carving and uh, event in uh, on, on this coming on that Saturday night before the before the so barbecue. I, I saw the flyers. Yeah. Well, what's that about? Uh, we're going to be taking some primal cuts uh, and. Uh, what is a primal cut? Uh, you know, you're talking about like shoulder clods and things like that, and we're really like shoulder what? Shoulder clod. I don't know. I, now you're getting. Good night, good night guys. Thank you so much. Seriously. Uh, you know, big pieces of meat, big hunks of meat that we're going to, you know, have a demonstration. CW and I of how to properly car, uh, cut them up and make them into different cuts, uh, different steaks, put them on the grill, uh, have a good time. Everybody will be able to just drink and eat and have a great, you know, few hours on a Saturday night that we're going to bring to them. Grow and behold meats, you know, really cool stuff. So, grow and behold meats are like, yeah, that's legit. That's Theme real. of the crop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think when, when Srilly is one, Srilly Edelman is yeah, yeah. Was he using, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, Srilly is obviously amazing. Uh, you know who would know? <laughs> David. David, when, uh, Probably. <laughs> David says probably. So if he didn't, uh, whatever that's on. Either way, their meat is unbelievable. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. And so, anyways, so yeah, my family lived uh, lives in Memphis. I grew up there all the way through high school. How big is the Jewish community in Memphis? Um, it's about uh, a, f- a few hundred uh, from families, actually. Believe it or not, like 400 uh, from families. Uh, lots, uh, even more, obviously, just Jews as, as a whole. Uh, probably 10,000 right. Jews as a whole. Wow. Uh, they have a few major shows. They have uh, uh, one of the be- most beautiful JCCs in the country. It's it's and, and a few uh, Kroger's that they have there have full butchers and things like that. How many Jewish... I guess towns or communities are in Tennessee as a whole. Um, you have Nashville. Yeah, you have Nashville, Memphis, uh, Memphis Chattanooga, Knoxville is a college town, but it's a big enough town that you for sure have some kind of a Jewish community there. I'd say those are the major ones, but probably Memphis and Nashville are the two uh, most prominent ones, Memphis being the most prominent in Tennessee, for sure. Now, do you have to be a follower of country music to live in? Uh, no, no. I happen to like everything, but uh, if, if you like Elvis or country music, you fit right into... And if you don't like Elvis, you may as well get out. <laughs> yeah, we got the blues, we got BB King, we got that stuff. But you know, those are the things you should have an affinity to Elvis if you live in Memphis. Otherwise, you know, yeah. What are you doing? There? <laughs> what are you doing there? Right. <laughs> um, so we're, we're at Judd's Memphis, right? Judd's Memphis Kitchen. Judd's Memphis Kitchen. Right. Um, my favorite food here is the hot sando. Mm-hmm. Is it everybody's favorite? It's not everybody's favorite because not everybody can handle it. But uh, it is, I believe. Uh, among the hottest uh, sandwiches that's out there in the kosher world. It's really a completely different uh, flavor pattern that, that than Jews who don't love spice in general are used right. to. But uh, it's it's a it's following a, a, a format of what we call Nashville hot fried chicken. Uh, we wanted to bring it to the kosher what world. What is Nashville hot? Nashville hot is a process, uh, it's tinkered around with a little bit, but it's a process of basically taking pure cayenne pepper and the hot chicken oil that, that you've just fried your chicken in taking that oil, putting it in the cayenne, letting it roast the cayenne up, and then taking 
really that's it. You're not supposed to adulterate that at all. But uh, what what you do is you take the piece of fried chicken afterwards, and you take it and you dip it in that glaze, right? And then serve it with all the accoutrements. But basically, we tried that and no one could handle it. Uh, and so I cut it up a little bit more with some different spices and things. Milk with yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll bring some rice milk. Would, would almond? Yeah. Would yeah. rice milk or almond milk cut it, or do you actually need like? It's a good question. <laughs> it has to do with the fat. <laughs> I don't know, but basically, That's David, uh, by the way, he's off on the side. The real one, yeah, but they, yeah. Can, they can black out. It's, it's nuts. But so uh, we really tried that for a little while, and it wasn't something that people were into. I think we have a few people that we do make that for special, but mainly the version that I made, which is still extremely hot for the average person, is uh, for the hotheads out there, yeah. for the Syrians and the other community, and you know, people that really love heat. It's it's a it's a crowd favorite. Are you are you a heat fan or? I created it. I mean, I made this version, and it's right. a little too hot for me, but uh, but I can appreciate it. So, like, are you more of a heat fan in terms of, like, when you go hot, is it more of, like, crushed pepper or the cayenne? I'm into, uh, I'm not into the, all the peppers, like, the, the, the crazy hot peppers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. That, you know, I, I appreciate good spice, a good spice pattern, un- a good spice pattern underneath a severe heat. So, uh, you know, in other words, it can be a great glaze of something that's super duper hot, but underneath it, if it's just chicken that has no flavor, then right. you're, you're, you're going for that. Time. Yeah, you're wasting your time. You're you got to really build build the flavor. So you were talking to Dave about like first, the, the store's been renovated, right? Yeah. You know, this moved still, around. Still ongoing, always ongoing. Well, life is a <laughs> is ongoing, you know, renovation, right? Yeah. So you have, you know, the store looks nicer. Thank you. What's the Tennessee Club? That is a uh, a friend of mine owns the tallest the tallest building within three states. Uh, this sign says Tennessee Club. Uh, yeah, and uh, in this this uh, in that building, it's uh, it's abandoned now, but you're clearing it out. And he said, if you find any cool relics or anything like that, you're more than welcome to take it. So we're exploring the skyscraper, and we see uh, this place that used to be this like in the 50s, the 1950s. It was like a, a gentleman's like uh, like a gentleman's club. Right. It was like uh, and. This, it was called the Tennessee like Club. Like a smoke club almost. Yeah, almost like a secret society. <laughs> you need like a smoking jacket, you know, to go yeah. in, right? <laughs> so it was a secret society. Monocle, cigar pipe. Exactly. And they had this great big sign, and it's hardwood, and I drove in that time to Memphis, 20 hours. And uh, on the way back, I was like, I'm like, I think I want this. I think I can put this up wherever I end up, you know, calling my place my place. And right. I drove it up. It, it, it was through my entire Explorer, like from the back to the front. Right. Thank God nobody else came with me because it wouldn't have fit anybody else, but it's a really cool sign that has a lot of history and uh, it's part of our... It's nice. Story. It adds... It adds... Uh, Character. You can add... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a patina. It adds patina to the store, right? When people come here... Um, what is, what is like, you know, the, the most popular item that people get? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Not even the most popular. Uh, what is the item that you feel should be most popular? Like, uh, like there's one thing I ever, you know, everybody knows the $100, you know, the $100 burger and whatnot. Yes, yeah. You know, and the fried chicken sandwich. But in your opinion, what's the item that people should be, like, nobody knows about this, and, like, cheap people should know about it? Oh, okay, fine. So, I mean, yeah, because there's two different things. So, people that come here that have never been here before, we always say, go for that $100 burger or the JW fried chicken sandwich. Right. And then after that you know, explore the rest uh, and the next visit or whatever. But I'd say um, the Dolores, uh, which is our Sila marinated skirt steak sandwich. Uh, excellent, excellent. Really not too salty like you like you think of a skirt steak normally. And uh, um, 
You guys can come in. And, um, and uh, uh, Stephen Hartstein, that's uh, not your bike? Right. Is this, is this the recycling bin over here? No, that's Ami's bike. If you see Ami, he's going to destroy you. Wait till you see Ami. Is it recycling? Stephen Hartstein, by the way. You know that it's, it's, it's us, sir, a week before El will wear a bike for Kai Kip. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. I'll tell you why. Oh, this is Ephraim? No, I'll tell you, I burnt my uh, five pounds one in uh, for Tisha Buff. It didn't fit. It didn't, no, no. It didn't fit anymore? No. <laughs> and the bike behind all goes to the crapper, right? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Listen, if you want to really, the Brooklyn guys don't ride. If you want to hang out in the five pounds, we'll have Why do you think I'm here with Judd? Listen, the real riders are out here. By the way, uh, nice job, uh, Erevers Kodesh, wearing a white shirt. Thank you. Nice yeah. job. A little too early for Shabbos, but, you know. You want to join the Tehillim group? Yeah, we do Tehillim, Erevers Kodesh, the whole thing. Actually, in 20 minutes, we're going to be, we have a Tehillim with uh, the Night Riders. We say Tehillim uh, nightly for one of the guys' uh, brothers. One second, one second. The, 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 is Morgenstern a Viatan? Right? It's Tehillim. Yeah, no, Anyways. No, not Morgenstern. I'll see you, Steve. You know what I think? You gotta come in here and eat some more of them. He's eating a soup in your body. Bobby's eating? He found the soup somewhere. Yeah, sorry. Alright, so what were we talking about? (laughs) So, the item that people should be getting. Okay, so again, I'd say the Dolores, which is our sea lime marinated skirt steak sandwich. That is a very, very good uh, menu item. Our brisket sandwich, uh, we're going to eventually be doing brisket by the pound as well. I didn't want to for a little while for a few reasons, but uh, our brisket sandwich is very, very good as well. It's not your... But everybody who knows you for a while, like... It's one of, that, was our, that, was our, that was what started everything. So, right. I mean, it, it really has a different flavor uh, than most brisket. Uh, the, the Tennessee flavor, the southern flavor of, like, sweet with meat, uh, that's something that I feel like we're extremely unique with across the board in, in, the, in the kosher world. Uh, and so I would say the brisket sandwich, the Loris, um, the, uh, let's see what else you're, you're talking about. Our, our wings are very special. People would pass those over mainly because you're like, oh, okay, wings, not a big deal. But we do wings differently than others. We have your buffalo wing if you want, which we double fry everything, so the crust is fantastic. But, like, the, du- the buffalo is one thing, but we have a dry wing situation that nobody else does. So what that means is we have spice patterns like lemon pepper or my brisket rub, which we're going to eventually have in stores. Um, so wow. Working on it. <laughs> but uh, um, so you after, basically you take the wings after they're fully done, and then instead of saucing it, you're putting uh, a dry rub on them directly. And you can dip it if you want afterwards, but just taking it uh, a wing with our brisket rub on it is super popular. It's a different thing. Everybody thinks of a wing with sauce on it usually, so, you know, that's different. Um, the craziest wing that I've, I've had that did not have sauce but still lit me up, Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, yeah, yeah that's the, that was like the first wing I had that wasn't like a, cre- like, it wasn't, you know, battered in sauce and whatever, but it like still lit me up, you know? Yep. Um, I would say our, our corn dog, not everybody carries a corn dog. I think it's, I, I love a corn dog. Who doesn't? So I, you know, so I made, made sure it was on our thing, our menu. Um, and then also, the last thing I would say, we do, well, we do fried chicken and pancakes. Everybody does fried chicken and waffles, so we do fried chicken and pancakes. I think it's cool. And our donatas, our pulled beef donatas, basically are uh, a donut dough. Um, we're putting, stuffing it with uh, Dr. Pepper marinated pulled beef. Um, and then it's, we're frying it. It basically has a full taste of a donut as opposed to empanada dough. And uh, it looks like an empanada, but it's 
again, Sweden meet together, and it's right. really, really cool. So, so you, you were talking to Dave, my, our, our friend Dave, mm -hmm. about you guys are starting to do stuff Arab Shabbos. Is that for public? We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're working on some stuff. Uh, we want. We don't want to do a full Shabbos takeout menu. We want to do uh, everything that we have on our Saturday, Thursday night situation, which is, you know, our, our chalins, our yapchik, which is very popular, um, uh, our kogels. We're going to be doing a bunch of different dips, homemade pickles, eventually jerky, um, a lot of, all the things that you pick up, pick and choose from different places on Arab Shabbos when you're on the way home. You know, right. We want it to be all here and uh, and not overkill either. So you'll, you'll really like our, our Shabbos menu. That's pretty good. So again, spin the wheel of ADD and we land on uh, Trip and Kosher. Okay. Right? Yeah. How many episodes are you guys in? Uh, it's over, over 200. Uh, wow. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's been a couple of years, and I've been to every kosher keeping, pretty much every kosher keeping community with two or more restaurants in the country. Uh, and uh, even some of the ones that have only one or none, just in uh, uh, Alaska uh, a week ago, just doing some, we do stories also. It's not just about restaurants. So if we have a kosher keeping story or some kind of unique uh, idea that we want to do, or, or we go to a plant like Zap's potato chip plant, or I, I saw the one where you did um, the chicken. Which one? Uh, the, the, the chicken one recently, or the, the, the milk one? Or uh, what we did prior to the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool, and uh, we're, we love it. Restaurants are fantastic to go to, and we choose where we want to go. Right. Little known fact that people don't know about that is that um, we pay for everything. We are not we are not sponsored because we want to build. We, if we don't feel like there's a story to tell, or we don't feel like it's something unique. And we, we, we just, for other people to help. You know, it's, uh, we're, we're just doing our thing, and we feel like we're bringing something fun to the little three, four, five-minute clips. That so, so when you go to a restaurant, yeah. you pay? Yes. You. Never sponsored. And that's a principal thing because we really want to make sure that people... What are you uh, saying is true? We're not even reviewing. We, we just want people to understand that we're coming there because we are interested and we think you'll be interested too. That's why. Yeah. That's really cool because, you know, then you are giving... A, a service to the restaurant by doing video about it, but you're still true to your core and still true to yourself. Yep. If something's not good or whatever it is, you're going to say as it is because you didn't get anything out of exactly. it. Exactly. Or we don't want to hurt anybody. It may, it may not see the light of day. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's uh, How many videos haven't seen the light of day? <sighs> a few dozen. But like, it's, Reels? Yeah, but not a lot. It's uh, We really love it going all over the place and we love our travels and I've, I've really never been able to you know, move around like this as much. How are you not like 700 pounds? Because <laughs> we have a two-bite rule. Wherever we go, uh, you know, we get the three or four best items, unless there's even more unique right. items, and we do a quick thing. We always tell the owners when we get there, like, don't be offended. There's like a, a table filled with stuff, and we'll take it to go, but we're not. <laughs> we, we have 15 more places in one day. It's, it's very hard. To, this is Holly all the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up with <laughs> yeah, All the kids, our, our kids and families have great, you know, uh, takeout bags on the way home. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wow, all right. Um, that's super cool. Where, where do you, you, you live nearby? I live in Crown Heights. I'm married to go from Crown Heights. Uh, and uh, two children. And Rafi uh, and Ariella. And we, uh, we've been living there for all, about 12 years. And, uh, Plans to come up to Five Towns? Or? I don't think so. Yeah. For now, Dave I think... Uh, you like to use me? <laughs> I get a lot of pressure to move here. But I, uh, it's for a million reasons, it's just convenient to be where I am now. And... Uh, it's therapeutic. When, what time do you guys close here at night? That way, like, you're yeah. getting there at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're getting home? Like, uh, about, yeah. We're closed at about 11.30 uh, on regular nights, 12.30 on Thursdays. And uh, um, we, by the time everything's shut down and go home, I'm probably 
in the in at about two two thirty something like that. Like every night, you must be like, I wish I lived in five minutes. Yeah. Like every true. night. Yeah, you know it. it, it that, that, <laughs> That, but it's also like at that time of night, it's like a half hour home. It's very It's quick. still, yeah. it's still like Ami, who I, I rode here with. It's like okay, now we gotta head back. You know, it's 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 gonna take a bit. You know. <laughs> well, nobody told you to bike, so it's not. Like... Uh, he did, by the way. Uh, did you, hold on one second. Wait a Ami just got a bike this week, and we're how many miles into today's ride? Twelve something miles. All right. How do you feel so far? All right. Nice. That's on me, by the way. Yeah. He's in ridiculous shape without even riding. You crossfit and stuff? You still do that? MMA? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. So if I'm not fast enough, by the way, he's going to just throw his bike at me and beat me up. <laughs> Everywhere's an octagon with this guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, cool. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, dude. This is, you know, it's welcome to my life. You know, it's not like, you know, like a, a strict structured show. Uh, it's, you know, it's things that I find interesting, people that I find interesting. Yeah, correct. So, this is super awesome. Uh, thank you for being here. And, uh, even though this is an Instagram live, I'm going to save it. Yeah, please. And I'm going to then throw it to a uh, podcast. Fantastic. Provided the audio sounds good. <laughs> thank you very much. Have a good night, brother. See you, man. Freaking, you talk adaptive control. Yeah. Yeah, she has it in a central.